0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're fixing to have us a good day.
1: This is the Locked On Auburn Podcast, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast presented by Fetch Me Home delivery. Use promo code FETCHME20 for your first delivery free. We've talked about this before. FETCHME, they do not contract out their drivers. They are not like Uber Eats or Grubhub or something like that. They are able to hire their own people. So when you order FETCHME, it is their employees. And so that allows them to have more control over the whole delivery process, including making sure everyone is sanitary and clean and they're able to kind of Handle all the things to make sure that um, during this time that everything is taken care of. So be sure to use FetchMe Once again, promo code Fetch Me 20 for your first delivery free. I said it on the show yesterday. We, uh, we ordered the Monday night to get some uh, Louis Chicken Fingers. Shout out to uh, Coach Gene Chizik, who owns that. So uh, yeah, be sure to use Fetch Me 20 for your first delivery free. Use the free app. Just search Fetch Me in your phone's app store or FetchMeDelivery.com. I'm Zach Blackerby, Michael Pappas. We got a fun guest today. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Always fun to have uh, have the voice of the Auburn Tigers on the show. Yes, voice of the Auburn Tigers, Andy Burcham, joins us in just a moment. Different type of conversation than mm-hmm. we typically have with him. Um, a lot of uh, kind of behind-the-scenes stuff that happened when he discovered uh, and, and the school discovered that the SEC tournament was going to be canceled. He was already up in Tennessee. Uh, you'll hear from that in a second. Just kind of their perspective from a broadcast standpoint of, where everything is. And we also talk a little shop with them, which is pretty cool when you get to talk shop with, um, with somebody that you look up to and is one of the best in the business. So our conversation with Andy Burcham coming up.
2: It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one-selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's com.
1: We are now joined by the voice of the Auburn Tigers, Andy Burcham. Andy, thank you so much for joining us for a few minutes. Uh, How is your world looking right now?
0: Uh, Very different than it was, what, three weeks ago. Crazy. uh, To be sure. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. We were at the SEC tournament. Um, had gone to a broadcasters meeting on the Thursday morning, the first full day of the tournament. And by the time I walked back to the hotel, which was about two blocks from where the the meeting was taking place, the uh, the rumors that the tournament was about to be shut down were were hot and heavy. And then, you know, about an hour later, we received the news that uh, the tournament had been shut down. And so yeah. we. We packed up and got on the road, and on the road back, learned that the NCAA tournament and uh, and then the, the spring sport championships had all been canceled at that point. And it's just been, you know, just one day after another, we, we learned something new. Monday, of course, the, the word coming out about the, the spring sport extra year of eligibility and how that will will take place is going to be very interesting. But it's, it's nothing like we've ever gone through, uh, certainly right. – uh, from a broadcasting standpoint I'm sure for you Zach it must be completely different than than it was 3 weeks ago doing the uh, Auburn Opelika this morning so yes
1: sir uh,
0: it's um, it it sure is it it is surreal but we're kind of trying to settle into a, a new routine uh, at least we hope it's a temporary routine that's for sure
1: so when you were up in Tennessee after that broadcasters meeting that you had and you started hearing some of the rumors about the SEC tournament uh, not being played, how real were those rumors to you? I mean, w- w- when you heard it, did you did you buy that? Or were you like, that, that's that's crazy. There's no. no way they can cancel this thing.
0: I, I expected it, especially because the night before they had made the announcement that the SEC tournament and then the NCAA tournament, possibly, would be played without fans right. being there. Sure. Um, and then, of course, the, the NBA had shut down uh, after the the news that Rudy Rudy Gobert had the the coronavirus, yeah, that that seemed to be, and I don't know if that's the case or not, but that 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 news there seemed to be the the tipping point, so to speak, because then you saw conferences starting to to cut or shut down their their tournaments, and then the Southeastern Conference shut down their tournaments. So I wasn't terribly surprised. The first big surprise to me, though, came when they shut down the spring sport championships. Mm -hmm. It seemed that they were doing that so very quickly. And whether you agree with that or not, the way that it was released without knowledge by the Power Five conferences, Uh, Greg Sankey has said that the commissioner of the Southeastern Conference has said that he found out from a text of a broadcaster. So he didn't even know this before that text came out that, that the spring sport championships had been canceled. Um, so that, that, was, that was the really big surprise to me. And, and now, you know, we, we know that, that remote instruction is going to go on for the rest of the, of the spring semester, and then the first two of the, the summer school uh, terms at Auburn. And the 8 day game has been postponed or canceled. Uh, spring practice has been postponed for football. The spring commencement has been now been moved to August. So, uh, you know, everything seems to be changing. But, boy, it sure seems like it's happened very, very quickly.
1: Right, right. I mean, it seems like it was just kind of um, hour by hour. The news was changing. It's it's kind yeah. of slowed down a bit now just because we've kind of ran out of things to cancel. But um, as, far as, um, as, as far as your perspective on this and your role as, as voice of the Auburn Tigers, I mean— what were you and the, the other folks uh, that you work with at the Auburn Sports Network about hearing all of these things? You know, no baseball. Uh, you guys carry the softball games as well. And obviously, uh, you not being able to call um, Auburn's potential run throughout March Madness. I mean, what's going on through through your mind um, as you kind of look and see, uh, you know, all these things that, that aren't going to happen this year?
0: I'm not sure it really has set in yet for me personally okay. that, that these games – that I won't get a, a chance to call the SEC tournament or I won't get a chance to call the NCAA men's basketball tournament or we won't get to see what happens with this Auburn baseball team that I thought was really set to, to have a terrific year. And so because of, of all the other things, because of concern for so many people and trying to make sure that, that we stay safe, in our home and the concern that we have like everyone for their, for their family. And for, I've, I've got a niece that is on the front line of this and two nephews. My, my niece is a nurse in St. Louis and is dealing with this. I have two nephews that are police, police officers, one in Southern Illinois, one in St. Louis. So, so these folks are, are dealing with this even, even more closely than I am. On a daily basis, but you know, you you want to make sure that that you're safe in your home, and that everyone's doing well, and you know, you're still, you know, Zach. I mean, you're still doing your show, right? So you're you're still trying to do your job. We're we're trying to do our jobs as well uh, with with podcasts that we're that we're doing. We just recorded one with Roddy Gaines yesterday that will go out on Friday because he knows what it's like to, to lose an Olympics. He knows what oh, it's like right. to, yeah. to build up. You know, he knows he knows what it's like to build up for uh, for the ultimate in his swimming career, and then it's taken away from him because mm-hmm. of the boycott in 1980. And so he has a perspective for a lot of these these athletes. For a Samir Daddy, who doesn't get a chance to play in his last NCAA tournament. The same for Austin Wiley and Javon McCormick and Anthony Mclemore. Sure, uh, guys, you know guys like that. That that just uh, Danielle Purifoy just don't have that opportunity now. So I wanted to get his perspective on that. We we've, we've talked with Dr. Jay Gouge, the Auburn University president, uh, just about the, the different things that are going on with, with Auburn, and we'll continue to do that like you guys do with with, with your podcast. Still doing a, a daily show. Uh, we'll we'll gear up for another Tiger Talk tomorrow on the Auburn Sports Network, and sure. uh, you know you you just try and you try and stay busy at least we are i'm trying to stay busy um, we will we'll be putting out classic games for the foreseeable future whether it's football or basketball or women's basketball baseball and softball so we'll have things to do but it certainly won't be in a normal you know setting there in the office and and getting ready for a weekend baseball series or getting ready for a trip to the ncaa tournament that yeah, that changes uh... for us and uh, listen at some point, I think that disappointment will set in, but right now there are more, there are many more, much more important things to be concerned about at this point.
1: Yeah, I mean, from a broadcasting standpoint, a broadcaster's standpoint, I, you know that your audience uh, they feel more comfortable with more information that they have. Sure. But then also, it's it's your role as a broadcaster to entertain and, you know, hold their attention because folks are grasping for anything right now. Yeah.
0: Well, and I, let me, let me just say this I'll, I'll get on my cell box a little bit.
1: Okay. Go ahead. And when
0: I, and, and when I did, did the show that, that you're now the anchor of, um, to me, it was always information and accurate information first. Sure. Uh, and entertainment, I'm not saying that entertainment wasn't involved because we wanted to do it in an entertaining fashion. And at times, you know, give someone a laugh. But, but to me, the most important thing with with Auburn Opelika this morning was, and I think still is, is accurate information, timely, accurate information. Sure. Uh, and I think in a lot of times, journalism these days is I will be the first one to say it, whether it's accurate or not. And I think we've gotten away from journalistic integrity. But I think that that show. That, that Rod Bramlett did and Jerry Katz did and Jerry Potter and myself and you and Bob Woody have done, that, that show, I think, always stayed, we will give you information and it will be accurate information. And that's one of the things that I'm proudest of in my 12 years of hosting Auburn Opelika this morning. And what you've gone, what you've gone on and done in, in your years now is it's information. It's information that's right. useful for folks and it's accurate information.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and, 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 now, and now I'm
0: off. Now I'm off the sofa.
1: Sure, sure, but I mean, you know, in, the, in this small of a market, you know, there's just not, you know, a lot of the stuff is is catered to Montgomery or to Columbus. So it's definitely, um, it's definitely been a cool role to see unfold. Sure. Over, yeah, you know, June will be two years of, of me doing the show. So that's, um, I'm getting there. I'm not quite to twelve years yet, but uh, it, <laughs> it, it's been, um, it's been an interesting two years. It took me several months to adapt. One to the early mornings, and two, just kind of the a different pace. it's definitely not a, a sports talk show type pace. It's um, right. more guest driven and kind of having to learn like, Hey, it's not really about you. It's about folks that can come on and give, give information to your audience. So um,
0: absolutely. I agree. Yeah. I think it's well put.
1: Sure. We continue our conversation with voice of the Auburn Tigers, Andy Burcham next right here on locked on Auburn.
2: It's Kubota orange day. Shop the years best selection of Kubota tractors, zero turn mowers and utility vehicles,
1: Before we continue our conversation with Andy, I just want to give a quick note. If you could rate the podcast if you were listening on iTunes, uh, we would really appreciate that. Also, hit that subscribe button in whatever way that you are uh, are listening, whether it's on iTunes, hit subscribe. If you're listening on Spotify, which like 12% of you are. Click follow. We'd really appreciate that. And a lot of you are listening on some smaller podcasting apps, which is fine. I listen on smaller podcasting apps, all of my stuff. But please click subscribe. It really helps out the show, move it up some charts. So it uh, would mean a ton. Thanks. Uh, to, kind of to pivot a little bit, Andy. Um, I made a football player mad yesterday um, by uh, by some of the uh, just just content of the show. Have you ever, in your time as a broadcaster, made... Uh, made uh, either uh, somebody participating in the game that you were calling or maybe a family member or something like that. Has anybody ever kind of turned that on you and um, been upset with you for something that you said during a broadcast?
0: Yeah, I was doing a baseball game back in the early 90s and was listing that li, Auburn had several baseball players from Vestavia Hills High School Okay. on that team, and I forgot to mention one of those players. And uh, that individual's mother was sitting four or five rows in front of the press box at Plainsman Park, (laughs) and either she was listening or someone else was listening and called to tell her about it, but she walked up to the booth and let me know that I had not mentioned her son's name. Um, So it is an illustration, and and when I talk to young broadcasters, those that are getting into the business or thinking about getting into the business, you always, to me... You need to keep in mind, in addition to all the other things that are going on, that there are folks listening and there are family members listening. Right. And and there are kids. These are kids. They're still young adults. They're still 18, 19, 20, 21-year-old, 22-year-old athletes. And they may make mistakes. But remember that it's a mom and dad that's a lot of times listening. Every broadcast that that you're doing, yeah, and that was a good illustration. I did not leave the son's name off the list intentionally. It was just a, uh, an omission on my part. I apologize for it. Uh, Rod and I joked about that many, many times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but it's a good illustration to know that that parents and loved ones are listening to their their children. Their, their, you know their children playing ball
1: sure sure uh, one of the things you mentioned reminded me of another thing i wanted to ask you for it's amazing to me that you know every now and then somebody will reach out to me and ask you know what uh, what can I do to kind of get my foot in the door as far as you know being in, in, in broadcasting or you know possibly getting a show one day or, or starting a podcast or something like that? I assume you get several more of those questions, uh, and, and I know uh, I know a lot of those folks listen to this show, Andy. Um, for for those that are interested in, in, in this type of career, what would you uh, what would you encourage them to do?
0: Well, it it's never changed. It's it's experience, Zach. Get an opportunity. Whether it's as an intern or coming in and volunteering, but just getting experience. Your, your career is a good example. You know, I mean, you came in initially, you weren't getting paid to do it, right? but you were getting experience. Um, my first job was doing, I was the third man in the booth in a high school football broadcast back in 1979. And they just gave me that opportunity to put the headsets on.
1: What team were you and covering, started. Andy?
0: It was Nashville High School, my my high school. Okay. Um, and the guy that that gave me that break knew that I wanted to be in radio, and I was terrible. Oh Lord, I was awful. Uh,
1: <laughs> I
0: didn't I didn't know what I was doing. That's I hard I to did, imagine.
1: I'm just, not going to lie to you.
0: <laughs> well, but I, I I had no idea. You know, I I had a I thought I had an idea. Right. And then the next year, they gave me an opportunity. A guy there was a uh, the, the radio station that, that he worked for at the time sold this package for in the, the the in February, excuse me, January, February, and into early March. I guess it was just January, February. These really small high school basketball schools, oh man, did not have local radio. Yeah, so they called it the Quad County Game of the Week. And I would go to these small high schools and do a different basketball every Tuesday. It was Tuesday nights. Tiny high schools. You know, like high schools you see in Hoosiers. But that was my first play-by-play. It gave me an opportunity to put on the headset and set up equipment and deal with technical problems and do my prep and call the game. Um, And I got a small little paycheck, which really didn't even matter to me. I was getting... The opportunity. And so then when I went to Indiana State after two years of community college, when I went to Indiana State and walked into the the campus radio station, which did all Indiana State home basketball and football games, and then we, we became, at the time, we, we did all the home baseball games, too. Wow. So when I walked in, when I walked in the door that day, I had experience. Uh, a lot more experience than most most others walking into that campus radio station. So, to me, that's the most important part. Now, listen, there, you can do a podcast now at your house, right? You know, you don't you don't have to do it through a radio station. So, there are other ways to do it, but but to me, it's always been about the experience. And listen, when I guys when I was coming up, a college degree really didn't matter that much. As a matter of fact, some of the the big radio stars didn't have a college degree at that point, but it has become much more important now. I don't know hardly anyone in our business now that doesn't have a college degree. Um, And I just think that experience of college life and learning uh, through whatever college you're going to just about journalism itself and writing and just Everything about the college life—it's much more important now. I think than it was when I was in college back in 1983.
1: Sure, yeah, I could not agree more. As you have a, a master's degree, <laughs> I've got two <laughs> in, in <laughs> two engineering. Degrees. Yeah, yeah, it's good thing you're using that. Two degrees, neither in journalism. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah, and, but, but but don't you think you you don't you think you apply whatever that master's degree is? Don't you think you apply a lot of principles? To, to just what you're doing in in this now. It may not be in journalism.
2: Yes, no. I... Maybe
0: it's just the work ethic or the work value or whatever uh, that, that you learned in college. And having to... You know, I mean, it was up to you at that point in college. You know, you weren't living at the house, probably. You didn't have mom and dad having you about doing your work or your schoolwork. By the time you got to college, it was really up to you to do it. Uh, and so I... regardless, I mean, listen, Rock Brambler's, uh, you know, degree wasn't in journalism; It was in political science. And look what he did with his career. So it doesn't have to be in journalism or radio, TV, and film. That's what mine was. Um, But, you know, you you learn a work ethic, I think, in college, and you can apply that to whatever job you have. Yeah, I I actually do really agree with you. It was just a... uh, I was making the joke because I I don't have the journalism degree, and that's what you talked about. But no, I could not agree with you more actually about the college. I mean, the the biggest thing that I learned getting an engineering degree that I apply now is problem solving. I mean, half the stuff we True. do um, at our radio station is just figuring out what problems are and fixing them. So yeah, yeah.
1: Um it's uh,
0: do believe me. I, I've been there, done that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We all have the story how we broadcasted from a, a corner of a gym where we couldn't see the game or, or, or something like that. Those are always uh, those are always fun stories. Andy, thank or, you. Uh, or, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Or, you, know, you walk you walk in the door to do a morning show, and the computers are frozen up, and That's, everything you thought was at your disposal is not there. So how do you how do you get the game? The show on the air that morning. That's relatable. You know,
1: yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, uh, Andy, thank you so much, man. We really appreciate uh, appreciate your time, and um, hopefully, uh, you and your family stay uh, very safe and healthy uh, during this time, man.
0: Guys, I, I hope you so I hope you do as well. I hope everyone that, that listens uh, to to this podcast uh, and, and and Zach to your morning show as well. I, I hope everyone stays safe, be smart, you know, do all the practice. Uh, social distancing and and uh and hopefully that, that we we come out of this soon and uh get back to somewhat a normal life i'm, I'm not sure anything will be the same by the time this is over but uh, i'm sure looking forward to it when it does
1: thank you so much to uh andy burcham voice of the auburn tigers and we've got some more fun guests coming up um I don't want to uh I don't want to say who they are just in case they bail on us. So we'll we'll uh we'll hold tight mm-hmm. on announcing who we have lined up, but several uh former Auburn athletes that we're uh we're really excited about and we think folks will be happy to hear from them.
0: I'm excited just like
1: the I think I'm I'm pumped like getting to hear what these guys have to say, much less actually getting to talk to them. So Right. If we can execute uh the way we think we should over the next 2 weeks, we should have a lot of really good shows. So Um, We got to get in our playbooks. Right. Got to learn the X's and O's. Got to watch the film. Got a game plan. Perfect. Perfect. You can follow Michael on Twitter at CouchPapTato. You can follow me on Twitter at ZBlackerby. This has been another edition of the Locked On Auburn Podcast. It's the Locked On Podcast
0: Network. Your team every day.
2: Hey, Prime members.